Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Matinee Matinee. Today we'll be talking about Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yep. All right, tell us what it's about. So it's about these salesmen who are real estate salesmen, and they're told that if they don't sell, if they're not one of the top two people in their office by the end of the month, which is in like a week or something, that they're going to get fired. So, yes. and they're, these sleazy salesmen are trying to find a way to sell more properties. Yes. Yes. Um, it's starring like an all-star cast, Al Pacino, Jack Lemmon, Alec Baldwin, Ed Harris, Alan Arkin, Kevin Spacey, Jonathan Price. All those dudes are pretty like well-known and known to be good actors. I liked how um, the, the, the this is one of Alec Baldwin's biggest roles, I think. Right? He he won a he won, didn't he win Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor? For his, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm thinking of But he, Alec Baldwin is really well known for his role in this movie, which is incredibly brief. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really funny that his name on. Um, his, uh, 30 Rock is Jack Donahue, and he plays across Liz Lemon, and the actor's name, who is, one of the main actors' name in this film was Jack Lemon. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Oh! Do you think that's a connection that they... Maybe. That's interesting. Yeah, because him in this film, he's probably my favorite character, even though he kind of... Feels di- like he he's only in the at the very beginning of the film, um, very briefly, and that part seems kind of different than the other parts. Like just that beginning, tonally, it just feels a little weird to me. But I like it, and I don't like the tone of the other parts. But like, um, but yeah, I liked his character, and it did remind me kind of of Jack. Donaghy, um, if Jack Donaghy were like mean, as opposed to just kind of mean, if he were really mean, as opposed to kind of mean. This so, is a, this uh, is all, it's also worth noting that this movie is based on a play. Yes, which is, in my opinion, glaringly obvious by the fact that like it all takes place in pretty much two locations really only, like, one location, the office where they work. Um, I don't know. That's kind of a lot of... Okay, I'm going to come out and say it. I didn't really like this film. Um, I think that's one of the things about a lot of films adapted from plays is that they feel very static. They don't feel like they go anywhere because, obviously, a play, you're, like, in one place. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can have set changes, but it's not really, you know, like in a movie where you can constantly go to a new location and really, ex- yeah. Um, I don't know. But some films, but even though a film is adapted from a play, it doesn't mean that I'm going to not like it because of that reason. Like there was the play Carnage, which, or God of Carnage, which got um, adapted into film a film called Carnage and that was enjoyable and I, cause it was escalating. Like even though it was in one place, it was like so ridiculous 
and escalating. And this just felt like it was just staying the same. I don't know. Yeah, I would, I would say, like, you know, it's, it's hard to adapt things between different mediums. Um, I had a professor once who, told, who said that great art takes advantage of its limitations, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to adapt a book to movie because a book gives you a lot more time for character development and mm-hmm. you know it's just by nature a lot longer and a movie you know you have to condense it so it's kind of hard to translate between those two mediums um yeah and i think just translating a play to a movie i think there's something gained being in a live theater yeah that is lost when you just try to translate directly to a movie definitely it's, it's hard to adopt it, adapt things between different mediums yeah um yeah, I, I sort of agree with you. Um, I thought it had more to do with the characters. Like, the the, the movie just feels kind of static. There's ten- there's obvious tension in terms of, like, are the, are the which salesmen are going to lose their jobs, which ones are going to gain their jobs. There's also a significant subplot about someone robbing, this, robbing the um, real estate agency. Yeah. But I didn't really identify with any of the characters. The characters didn't really seem to evolve at all. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. Just stuff happened, but it sort of like it, it's a very well. The, the, the film has very good actors in it, and it's very yes. well acted. Yes. Um, but it just sort of felt like why do why am I watching this? Yes. In terms of, I don't care about any of the characters. The plot is not that intriguing. It, it, it was sort of just like, why would someone write this? Yes. Like, not in a way that this is a bad, like, this is poorly written. Yeah. It's just, I don't understand why someone sat down and, like, said, you know, I have to make a movie that shows how sleazy real estate agents are. Because these yeah. real estate agents are very sleazy. Yeah. Um, the the whole thing they do is they get leads, which are basically people put their names in to get more information or something to that effect. And they basically convince, they call up all these people and tell them that they want a contest and that they need to sign quickly or that they have this limited opportunity and they need to sign quickly to, to be able to get the the, uh, the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, for example, I used a real estate agent to get my apartment I'm living in now. And they weren't, you know, sleazy. They were kind of bad at their job. I guess not that bad because I ultimately used them to find an apartment. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, there's ups and downs of it. But still, it was, you know, like, these people are just outright deceptive. Yeah. They're constantly lying. You know, there's a whole subplot about someone stealing from the store Mm-hmm. Or stealing from the agency, and it's an inside job, so there's kind of that going on. Like, none of the characters are particularly likable. Yeah. Like, I think the one the one character, um, Jack Lemon's character, I'm forgetting his name. Is the old guy. Yeah, Shelly, the machine, Levine. Um, he is probably, like, the most sympathetic, as in we learn that his daughter has an illness and he's trying to pay for his daughter's medical care yeah at the beginning of the movie so... he's, he's calling the hospital to make sure it's like it's very early it's established early and often that 
he has a reason for trying to make money, and yeah. that's because his daughter is sick. So you should yeah. have sympathy for him. But you don't. Because he just straight up he straight up lies to people about like the trying to sell them, while trying to sell them real estate. Yeah, and it's just yeah. I think that's that's an area where it could have been made for us to care about him, but it didn't work. And I agree with you. I didn't care about any of these characters. Um, Al Pacino's character. Uh, Ricky Roma was fun to watch because Al Pacino's great and he played this like horrible person who it's just like that, it was like a decent person I thought I mean he's kind I just saw him as just this like sleaze ball he like makes some racial like they're all I mean sleazy. they all do but they yeah I know <laughs> I but thought I just Al Pacino was relatively less sleazy but okay maybe I just because think... he was more charismatic yeah he was more charismatic, which to me makes him more sleazy because it's easier for like he tricks one of the um, uh, he tricks some guy into buying something. So he actually is like the only successful. Um, uh, well, the, I don't know, the, the film takes place over two day period. So. Yeah. So he's he's able to convince some guy to buy something on day one. But then later it turns out he can't actually buy it. He doesn't have authorization from his wife. So like, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like it misses the mark. And I agree. And I'm like, a hey, Kevin Smith. why did you write this? Like, why did you write this play even? Like, what were you trying to get out with this play? There's the Kevin, Kevin Spacey's character is in charge of managing the office. Yeah. And he's just as sleazy <laughs> as the salesman. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. He's, he's just as unlikable as that. Yeah, like, I didn't care about any of the characters. I mean, yeah. the, the dialogue is, like, everything about this movie is fine. Like, the the locations, while somewhat, you know, limited in scope, I thought, you know, captured what they were supposed to capture. It was well acted. The dialogue, like, it was written fine. It's just, after it, I why? Like, what, what was the point of this movie? Mm-hmm. What, am yeah. I, what am I supposed to feel about? And I mean, you know, I'm all in favor of movies that don't directly tell you what to feel or, like, have ambiguous. Yeah. But it's it very much just, I saw it and I'm like, yeah, sales salespeople can be sleazy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Another thing, and this is petty on my part, but the Netflix description was like Chicago real estate guys trying to sell property. And then it's like, doesn't take place in Chicago. Like it shows a train and it's an elevated train, but the station is Sheepshead Bay, which is in New York city. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like you <laughs> can't do that. That's an important thing to realize. Yeah. Yeah. Like you Misled. can't say this is Chicago and then show us, Sheep's head bay. That turned me off. I got to tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah. It did look. It did look kind of Chicago. But yeah, it kind of. It looked like it could have been Chicago. So I was like, oh, what station stop? Sheep's head bay. Okay, no. Well, I mean, if you if you don't have that extensive of a knowledge of um, East Coast train stations, 
Like, you know, you could probably suspend your disbelief to think it was in Chicago. <laughs> You're right. This, the Netflix description was clearly written by someone in L.A. who has never been to Chicago or New York and so sees an elevated train and thinks, oh, that's Chicago, uh, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's a little unfair. No, I hate them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the lighting work was cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, yeah, like, technically this movie was fine. Yeah. But, yeah, just... It was... I think... It, it, it's thematically... Like, it was just very static. Yeah. Yep. Nothing evolves. It just happens. There were, there were a few... There was a few moments that I found were a little surprising, but... Yeah, such a well. Do you want to share them with the audience? Um, yeah, well, at the very, at the very, the very ending. This is somewhat spoiler territory. <laughs> if you still want to watch the movie after we said bad things about it. Um, anyway, so when you find out that the the machine, um, Sam Levine, what's the guy's name? Uh, the, the machine, Shelley Levine. Shelley Levine, the machine. When you find out that he was the one who robbed the store, I was, uh, I was surprised. Yeah. But it just kind of made me like him less and care <laughs> less about the movie. It was just sort of like, yeah, even, even these salesmen who you think might have a good reason for being sleazy or, um, you might be sympathetic for, you know, they're as bad. They're even worse than everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I just completely agree. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I mean that, that's like the the one thing I would I would take away from this movie is people are trying to sell you things, and most people, do, other people, don't have your best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's out for themselves. I don't know what there there weren't that many other themes really explored in this. No, definitely not. It felt. I mean, I could see how it could be effective as a stage play, where it's people just being like, "Look at how good an actor I am. I'm acting." Exactly. Like yeah. I heard, like uh, I mean, there's there's movies like that. This was yeah. somewhat that, but like there's movies where people. I mean, I think a lot of the HBO movies, the made for H. I mean, Game of Thrones is is kind of like that where it's just a lot of isolated schemes where people are acting very well. Yeah, but I think there's also, like, a driving... There's evolve... Those characters, the characters evolve. Are, yeah, so. yeah. I like Game of Thrones better than I like Glenn Gary and Glenn Ross. But <laughs> yeah. I, I could see how this movie comes from the tradition of people being like, I'm an actor! Watch yeah. me marvel at my acting prowess. Yeah. I mean, that's my, my understanding of the appeal of operas in general are just sort of like... These people are very great singers. The set design is very beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, that's why people want to go to the opera. Um, yeah. And I could see sort of that translating to a play where it's like... I mean, like, some plays... Like, some musicals I've seen, like... Like, Newsies. Like, the dancing is very impressive. Uh-huh. The, um... Yeah, I mean, it, the music is good. It doesn't... It's not that interesting from like like a plot standpoint, but yeah, 
Yeah, I think that's I, true. I, of a I, lot had, of I had fun stuff. watching it. Like, I wasn't I wasn't mad while watching this movie. I wasn't like, um, I wasn't frustrated with it. I don't think it's it's a terrible movie. It's just like, I don't I don't know why someone would. I don't know what 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 made someone decide to make this movie, and I. I mean, I don't know why someone would want to watch this movie. I guess maybe to see good acting. But I think you can watch another movie to see good acting. Like, right, it's not the only movie with good acting in it. Yeah, I think that there are other movies with... So I'm looking at the Rotten Tomatoes website, and frankly, I am disturbed because this has a 94% rating. And I'm like, it's, but it's not that good. And so what a lot of the critics are saying is that it's, you know, sharp dialogue, compelling characters. And like... I mean, obviously, like what we've said, the performances are great. The dialogue is very, like, it feels very fresh, right? But what we've been repeating is that it goes nowhere. It feels like like we're not going anywhere. There are other films and even television shows where there's witty dialogue. There are great performances. But the, the characters go somewhere. The plot goes somewhere. It's driven by a theme. And this film is not. So I don't know why people like this film. And I, as I was watching it, you know, I think I was a little bit like, why am I watching this? Maybe, maybe okay, maybe we're missing, like, intertextuality where, like, Death of a Salesman. I, I, have you ever, I've never seen Death of a Salesman. Neither have I. Maybe if we'd seen Death of a Salesman, we would have seen it as, like, you know, a response to Death of a Salesman. And we would have liked okay. it better. Sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're, we're out of, like, because we're watching this, this movie is, like, 20 years old or so? 25 years old. 25 years old. We're watching it, and maybe people were sort of talking about, like, back then, like, American jobs. Kind of like they're talking sure. about them now. Yeah. And maybe there was, that was more rep- well represented in cinema as opposed to the hipstery stuff we see today. <laughs> and um, maybe, maybe, maybe it resonated better with people then. Sure. But sort of and out it just of its kind of... out of its context, yeah, it just sort of feels like this was a well-made movie, but I don't know why someone went through all the trouble to to make it this way. Yeah, I really don't know why. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else you want to talk about in this film? Um, there was one part that I liked, <laughs> and that was when Al Pacino is trying to. This is early in the film. Al Pacino's character is trying to sell the property to Jonathan Price's character and they're in a bar and it's really cool. Cause he's kind of just talking to him about life. And then at the very end, he's like, you should buy this property. And by then he's already hooked him. Right. But earlier in the conversation, he said he's ha- it's just like monologue and like he, what does he say? Isn't he like, Oh, like look at this property. I don't know if you like it or not. Yeah, that's at the very end. That's at the very end. But, like, um, at some point during the conversation earlier, he's like, oh, you think you're you're queer? As in, like, not gay, because that's not when people used it. But, like, I think just as in, like, weird? I don't know, but I liked it. He was like, you think you're queer? Let me tell you something. We're all queer. And I just really liked that line, because taken out of context... I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the Alec Baldwin scene in the beginning yeah. is, is great. That's also really good. 
Yeah. What would I what would I say about this movie? I don't know. If you woke up from nineteen ninety two from a coma <laughs> um and you hadn't consumed modern you were, hadn't embraced yourself in modern media yet, like maybe this movie would resonate more. I, I I actually thinking about it more, that's that's probably why we don't get this movie. It's because we're not we weren't like Adults in 1992. I mean, be, well, because 1992 was 25 years ago. Like, maybe it was more relevant. And I, I'm going to give it the benefit. Of it. Like, it was so well received. Like, that maybe that's because it mattered in that context. I don't know. 92, you had a George Bush, you had a Clinton, <laughs> but it was very different. You know. <laughs> um. Oh God. I was born in 92. Yeah. Same. I was alive when this movie came out, but it was not. I don't I was remember alive it as well. Yeah. I don't think I, I saw it when it came out in its first run, but I don't remember that time so well. So maybe I did. You know, no way, <laughs> no way to be sure. <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 I'll I'll give this movie the benefit of the doubt. Um, okay. And what does that mean? What does many, that mean? How many stars? We do stars, right? I don't think we have like an like some. I don't think we do stars or oh. metal. We give, it, we give it a up? number, you know. We give it four, a rating. Four thumbs up. I'm kidding. Um, I, I mean, I, I I give it a three. Like, like yeah, it's it's well done. I'm I maybe it was more relevant twenty five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, like I. Don't feel like you'll necessarily get that much out of, out of watching it today. Yeah. Um. I can see why. I can see some of the reasons people thought it was great. Um, like I said, the, the acting is just a well put together ensemble in mm-hmm. terms of like all the different aspects of the, the film. But yeah, like out of context, maybe in context, but definitely out of context. I, the the big feel that I'm left with is just why. Yes. And I, I can't give you... I, I, it's not a movie I feel like you need to watch, or you'll feel satisfied after watching. Yes. For me, I'm going to give it um, a high two. Really? I'm not going to give it the benefit of the doubt, because I think... Um, I mean, I just think... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just... Yeah. We've seen films from earlier than this that we've still been able to connect to. You know what I mean? I mean, it, I mean things change over time, but I mean, like, I think it's very much a product of the times. I don't know. Yeah. I saw, yes. I saw the movie Logan two days ago. Yeah. And I, I really loved it. But I think if somebody watches that as the only X-Men they watch 25 years from now, that they, they'll think it, they'll, not understand why I care about that movie. Yes. Like, I, I think I, all I'm saying is like the specific content. I mean, I'm not saying that. I mean, sensibilities change, and that's not what I'm criticizing it for. Or that's not what I mean by context. I mean, I don't know. Like, other movies might have come out a rot. It might have been rebellion against the theme, and when that theme isn't there, then it just kind of falls over. I see what you're saying. So, it resists. It didn't need to have that central 
it didn't have to have a driving central theme and evolution of the characters because it was a response to a strong cultural context, something happening in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it was planned maybe it was planning against tropes. I don't know. That's what I mean by giving it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Okay. And so for me, um, I don't care. (laughs) Like, yeah, if we watched Logan in 25 years, I probably like, would I give it? Four stars? Like, I don't know. Probably not. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, I think I get what you're saying, but I also think it doesn't deserve the praise that it gets. I've, you know, there are articles that are like, it's called classic. Like, no, it's not. It's not. And so I definitely call it anything can be a cult classic, no matter how terrible it is. Sure. All right. You know, yes, that's true. Okay. It should be in a can. It should be in some canon. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. I mean, maybe the canon of David Mamet films. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just think you have to, you have to, I don't know. You it ha- doesn't work you, as well today, at the yeah. very least. Yeah. 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 Are there other big David Mamet films? Yeah. Um... Shoot. And I'm I'm trying to think if I've seen them. Postman always rings twice. Yep. Uh Hannibal. The two thousand one film Hannibal. Is that good? I haven't seen it. I'm trying to think if I've seen any of his work. Malcolm X. He did Malcolm oh, X. No, he did an early version of the script, which Spike Lee rejected. <laughs> Oh, wait, let's see. No, I don't think I've seen any of his films. I'm not, I don't know. Oh, The Untouchables? But I haven't seen that. Your reviews for Hannibal were mixed. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I don't think I like David. I don't think I like David Mamet. I know that I've only seen one film, but I don't know. I don't know. I should see others before I jump to this conclusion. Or I just have a feeling. Just sort of leave it as is. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. Cool, cool. Yep. Well, matinee, matinee. Manatee, manatee. Have a nice day. <laughs>